for downloading this podcast from the Freedom Centre Church in Preston. Okay, now what I want you to do in your Bibles is to turn to Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, and we're going to read from verses 1 through 11, Matthew chapter 4, we're going to read through verses 1 through 11. I'm going to talk on the subject of answers that we need to hear, because in this day that we're going through, everyone is looking for answers. And I want to bring you some answers that Jesus himself in this passage brought when he was being asked questions, when he was in self-isolation. I praise God. There's an old song. A lot of young people won't know this, but Andre Crouch used to sing a song called Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. And the answers I'm going to give you this morning are from Jesus himself, and he was in isolation, and the enemy came to him and asked him some questions. And I think, and I was led, and God said to me, show them, speak to them about the answers that my son gave. So we're going to read from Matthew chapter 4. You got your Bibles, your iPads, your phones, whatever. Matthew chapter 4, Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he asked him, If you are the Son of God, then command these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, then throw yourself down, for it is written, He's going to give you his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Then the devil took him up into an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus answered him and said, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. You know, in these verses, I notice first of all that Jesus was in isolation. Maybe you're in isolation this morning, wherever you are around the world. You're on your own. You're perhaps in a bit of a wilderness. You're missing this. You're missing that. You haven't got food. You haven't got whatever it is. You're hungry, perhaps. Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. I guess he was hungry. He was in a wilderness. I guess he was alone. He was isolated. 
and along comes our enemy, Satan. Have you ever noticed how Satan comes along and he begins to tempt us and question us when we are vulnerable? When we're high and everything's going great and we're worshiping, he leaves us alone. But he comes along when we're vulnerable, when we're in isolation and we're going through difficult times. Amazing how he comes to us at this time. And he asks a question and he brings doubt just like he brought in the Garden of Eden. He says to Jesus, can you imagine the audacity of him? He says to Jesus, if you are the Son of God. Imagine saying that to Jesus. Sometimes we hear people saying around the world, is Jesus the Son of God? Is he really? Are you really Jesus? Are you really the Son of God? Well, Satan himself asked that question. Or maybe today he's saying to you, if you are a Christian, if you are a Christian, you say you're a Christian, but if you are a Christian, he questions us in tough times. And maybe even you've been questioning yourself. Let me tell you where that questioning comes from. It comes from the pit of hell. And it comes at a time as this, because you're vulnerable. But I want to show you what Jesus himself answered. And I want you to take a note of this, a mental note, a written note. He says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Everyone is out there this morning, supermarkets all over our nation, all over the world, shops looking for bread. If it's not bread, then it's other things, toilet rolls, wine, beer, whatever it is, they're looking for bread. Everyone is stocking up because they're concentrating on what their physical needs might be. Now, today, next week, next month, six months, they're thinking, what might I need physically? But Jesus comes with his answer to us right now, today, in March 2020. He says, listen, church, listen, people, listen, Jack, you cannot live on bread alone. You cannot satisfy your spiritual need with a physical answer. We need God's Word, and that's what Jesus is telling us. We need God's Word for the answers that we need in this present time. You might not realize it. You not, might not be aware of it, but you have a higher need than just little bits of bread. You have a higher need. You have a higher need in your family's life, your city's life, your nation's life at this time. Your spiritual need comes at, is higher than your physical need. Jesus had fasted for 40 days, and Satan comes along and says, do you not want some bread, physical bread? And he tells us man cannot live by bread alone. And we're worried about bread. We're worried about healing. We want to be safe. And all that is perfectly legitimate. We need the bread. But Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He said, look for the food that endures. Look to eternal life. Jesus says, as well as being the healing, I am the healer. 
Look for the healer as well as look for the healing. Jesus heals, he tells us in Isaiah 61, he heals the broken hearted. Maybe your heart's broken today, not able to see mom, not able to go to mom. Jesus says, I will heal your broken hearts. He binds up our wounds. He says, or God says in the Old Testament, if my people... If my people who are called by my name, so this is for us Christians, if we will humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked way, then I will hear, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive your sin and I, and I, and only he can do this, I will heal your land. That's God's word. Jesus says you can't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. When you read your Bible, you are reading words from the mouth of God. Your prayer should be, God, let me follow your answer. Let me follow Jesus' answers. Let me live by it in this crisis. Let me follow your word to me. Then the enemy comes with his second question, the second if. If you're the Son of God, throw yourself down. Satan says to Jesus, be reckless because the angels are going to protect you. They'll bail you up. Even if even your foot gets hurt with a stone, you're going to be okay, Jesus. And here the devil is quoting, and get the audacity of him, folks. He's quoting Isaiah, sorry, he's quoting Psalm chapter 91. Now, there's one chapter that I've heard in the whole Bible just recently. It is Psalm chapter 91. And here's Satan having the audacity to come to the Son of God, and he quotes that very chapter to Jesus, verses 11 and 12. He says to Jesus, you can be as reckless as you want because you know what? God's going to protect you. Your Father's going to protect you. And I've had some Christians recently say, do whatever you want. Go wherever you go. God will protect us. We're under Psalm 91. Well, I've got Jesus' answer for them. And I've got Jesus' advice to us. Deuter Deuteronomy 6, 16. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Don't you dare test the Lord, you, your God. God is saying to us, Freedom Center folks, people in the outer world, he's saying, take the advice you're being given. Don't test God. He wants you to trust him, not to test him. He wants you under the shadow of his wing. He wants you to use the brain and the advice that you've got and you've been given. Trust him. Do not Test him. There's only one place in the Bible that God asks us to test him. And I'll go into that a little bit later when we take our offering. God does not come, come under our control. We come under his control. So watch Jesus' answers in these, in these verses. This is the Son of God answering for us, giving us the answers to the questions the enemy will be posing to us what we need to hear today. Trust him, don't test him. And then the enemy 
comes with his last question. And the devil comes along and he shows Jesus the kingdom of this earth. Now, what's he doing? He's showing Jesus what he created. He's, he doesn't say that, but Jesus had created his kingdom. And he says to him, Jesus, you can have it all if you just fall down and worship me. He's speaking to the Son of God. He's speaking to the creator of the universe. And let me tell you something. If you'll say that to the Son of God, the enemy will say it to you. You can be guaranteed on that. You can be guaranteed that he will say it to you during this crisis. You'll say, Jack, Tom, Matt, Sam, Lydia, Sophie, Heather, whatever your name is, He'll say to you, you can have it all. You can be free from stress. You can be free from worry. Only, you can have everything you want. Only, you need to fall down. You need to fall. Fall from where God has lifted you up to. And maybe God in these last 5, 10, 15, 20 years has lifted you up to a place in Him. You've been blessed. You've been encouraged. You're part of the church. You've been saved. You've been healed. You've been baptized. God has lifted you up. And Satan says, if you'll only come down during this crisis, you can have it all. He said it to Jesus. He'll say it to me. He'll say it to you. But watch this. If you won't come down from your high place that God has placed you, he cannot bring you down. It's our choice. It's my choice. Do I remain in him or do I fall? And over these next days and weeks and months, the enemy will come along. Not when you're expecting him, but when you're least expecting him. And you'll say, if only you'll just fall. If only you'll just walk away. If only you'll put your Bible down. If only you'll turn that worship music off. If only you would stop helping people. If only you would stop ministering to people. If only you would stop encouraging people, then I'll look after you. Jesus knew what the question was really meaning. And Jesus gave him his answer. So whatever desolate place you're in, whatever difficulty you're in, whatever your pain is, whatever your hunger is, whatever your trial is, whatever you're looking to God for, give the enemy the right answer from the highest place that you could possibly be with God. Away with you, Satan. It is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only, him only, him only you shall serve. We are here to serve the Lord our God in your home at your work, as you help the kids, as you serve the kids, as you look after your kids. And fathers, you are a protector in this situation. Stand up and be the man that you are called to be. We're not called to strive. We are here, I believe, Freedom Center folks, we are here to thrive. We are here to thrive, but we mustn't fall from where God has placed us. We are here to serve Him. It's Him only that we worship. So God has given us three answers. Three answers. We need God's 
word. So we live on God's word alone. Make it a daily habit at some point during your day to get a hold of God's word so that God's word can get a hold of you. Get a hold of God's word so that God's word can get a hold of you. Secondly, don't test God. Learn to trust God. Say to yourself, say out loud, I will trust God. Trust his word, trust his wisdom, trust his wonders. God is going to do some wonders in our lives in these coming days. Even in these last days with Love Preston, I've seen his wonders. I've seen his wonders. He's given me his wisdom. I know his word. This is God's word. This is what God asked me to share with you. Take it into your homes. Take it into your marriages. Take it into your families and live it. Because God has said this word. This is the bread of life. Thirdly, decide. I will worship and serve Jehovah God and Him alone. This is not a time to worship governments. This is not a time to worship supermarkets. This is not a time to worship pastors. This is a time to worship your God. Jehovah God. God is with us. Jehovah Shammah, ever-present Lord. That's what Jesus answered in this little passage from Matthew chapter 4. Make sure that's your answers these coming days. Now, I mentioned one, there's only one place in the Bible that the Bible says, test God. And that's in the area of our finances. Everyone is worried about finances. Governments are worried about our finances. Government is worried behind the scenes about their own finances. Now, we, as we always do, are going to take our family church offering now. Now, let me tell you this to you. If you belong to another church, your tithe belongs there. You don't need to sow your tithe into the Freedom Center. You sow your tithe into your own local church. But maybe you don't even go to church. Well, let me say this for you to you. This is a time for you to make a coffee. This is not for you. This is for the family of believers. This is for the Freedom Center, people who sow and tithe and give into our local church so that we can do all of what God has called us to do so that we can help people in this time of need, so that we can be there for people. So we want to collectively sow into the vision of the, fame, the Freedom Center. Now, normally, we pass the bowl, bowls around. Now, obviously, we cannot do that today. But we want to still give our tithes and our offerings. Sometimes, I guess, we don't even think about what we're going to give. Maybe the bowl comes around and you think, what, what have I got to give? I want over these next few weeks to actually consider what we give. Let me lead, read from the message translation, Malachi chapter 3. Bring your full tithe into the temple treasury so that there will be ample provisions in God's house. God wants ample provision in God's house. He wants us to, why? Because he wants us to act as he would act in these situations. He says, test me. 
That's the only place in the whole Bible. He says, test me. Test me in what? Test me in your provision. Test me in your money. Test me in your giving. This and this alone. Because he says, if you do, what I will do is I will open up heaven and I will pour out such a blessing that you will not be able to contain it. I believe that in these days, these difficult days, God is going to pour out a blessing on this church, in this house, in your house. He says that if you do, I will rebuke who is who and what is devouring your fruit. There's an enemy out there who's trying to devour what God wants to get to you. So I thought long and hard about bringing this particular answer. But this, let me tell you, church, this is an answer to our situation. And it's in the form of our giving. If I hadn't brought this answer, I wouldn't be bringing all that God wanted me to bring to you today. So we're going to sow. Satan says, keep it. Keep it for yourself. God says, don't eat your seed. This is seed. And you will get a harvest from this seed. We need a harvest. So how do we sow? How do I ask you to give from where you are right now to where we are at the Freedom Center? Well, there's a number of ways. But let me give you two or three or four. First way is electronically. Now, for some of us, that I'd be as well talking in, in Greek. You don't understand what I mean by giving electronically. But for those of you who do, let me say something to you. Quite simple. The Freedom Center has a bank account. You can give if you normally pay money through your phone or your iPad or your computer. You can give to the Freedom Center. Sort code is 309089. 309089. That's the sort code. 309089. Account number 386-227-68. Now, those of you who normally give that way, you know the numbers. Account number 386-227-68. Sort code 309089. So that's one way you can give. Second way you can give is send a check in the post. The postman's still working. And you can send that to the Freedom Center, made out to the Freedom Center, at Suite 212, City House, 131, Friargate, Preston, PR12EF. And we'll try and get that addressed to you some way soon. That's the second way. You can write a check and you can send it to us. Third way you can do, give an offering, is to actually put it in an envelope and put it through the front door of the Freedom Center building in Ashton, in Preston. You can actually put it through the door. And we, our team, will get it to the bank in the next few days. So that's three ways. The fourth way is... Above all else, if you think I can't do any of these things, is to speak to Avril or contact me, and I'll give you the number if none of those first three options works for you. So we are going to take our offering here. Now, we are replacing you physically, but you can replace us out there as you give your offerings too. So I'm going to ask Susan to bring the ball. I'm going to give my offering. The people here are going to bring their offering and give it uh, give their offering today. This is not a Love Preston offering. This is an offering for God's house on God's day to get God's harvest. 
So we want to thank God for his word. This is the word of God. And Father, I thank you for this giving. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will multiply it many times. I pray for every household, every family, every individual, maybe even considering what they're going to give just now. What am I going to raise up to Jehovah God as I sow into my future, as I sow into all that God, I want God to do for me in these coming days to protect me, to heal me, to restore me. Father, we sow an offering to you with our money. Man shall not live by bread alone. People are paying outrageous amounts for toilet rolls and bread and wine and everything else. Lord, we bring our offering to you. And thank you, Lord. You are our healer. You are our protector. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. So we bless you. And we thank you for your people and your people standing with us as leaders in God's house this morning. We bless you. I thank you, Lord, for the answers of Jesus. What wisdom, what insight, what a blessing to hear from him. We thank you, Lord, that you went into self-isolation 40 days, 40 nights, no food, no provision. And Satan himself comes along and says, do you want some bread? I thank you, Lord Jesus, you did not fall. You didn't fall for his tricks. You didn't fall for his temptation. You didn't fall into the hole in the ground. We thank you, Lord Jesus, it's Satan himself who has fallen. He is the fallen angel. But we are the sons and the daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So we praise you this morning. We bless you. We honor you. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. In Jesus' lovely and precious name, hallelujah. Amen. I want you to join in with our song as we begin to close off our session together. These sessions will be an hour or around an hour so that you can uh, keep the children involved and the youth involved. We, you may think, oh, they're bored or they're not interested or they'll go upstairs. Try and keep them in God's presence. There is so much goes into you without you realizing it when you're young so thank you bless you we are praying for you and your family and your concerns and if there's any needs or you want prayer you know the number come to us we're for you and we're with you and as a couple we are praying for you at this time okay be blessed be blessed i can picture you in your homes i can picture you i can see you I can see you across the world, loved ones that we love dearly across the world, in India, America, Malaysia. We bless you. We honor you. Yes. We lift you up too, as well as our people here. Yes. Lift all of you up in Jesus' lovely and precious name. And all God's children said, Amen. 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 For more information about our church or to access more of our resources, please visit thefreedomcenter.com.